Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, that's us. We've yeah, also got Dawn McLean hanging with us for hour one. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Woo! You know. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I just I'm saw just... what you have put in the show. <laughs> well, you didn't, and I thought, well, that's a miss. Um, I'm starting to wonder if you've been listening, to, if you're new to the show, first and foremost, if you're new to listening to Donna and Steve, hey. Hey guys! Welcome, welcome. So Everyone's welcome. You. Tell all your friends. Uh, I'm Steve Patterson. She's Donna Valentine. Uh, sit back, relax, and just chill with us. But you should know this: there's an ongoing thing where uh, Donna has always done Donna things. I got her a shirt once that, in very, very <laughs> light print. Sadly, I wish it had turned out better. It's a sweatshirt that says, "I'm Donna doing Donna things." <laughs> And you know she's, uh, for example, brought her landline phone accidentally in her purse to work. Her television remote control. Oh, it's a huge, what a big purse. Her remote control (laughs) for a TV. TV. She's brought that. There's explanations for everything. I'm sure. Uh, There used to be a bit called "What's in Donna's purse," right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, I mean, this is just kind of who she is. So sometimes there are some absent-minded things that our listeners find wonderfully relatable, Donna. You are a woman of the people. <laughs> then a couple of weeks ago, uh, she was oh, mentioning... Gosh, she has a whole book on it. She was right. mentioning dinosaurs, and then she thought that a triceratops was called a triceraptus. While reading it as an adult, she just believed this, and our listeners could not forget it. No one who heard it that day ever sees a triceratops and doesn't first think triceraptus and start giggling. <laughs> Then, just when I'm high up on my horse, let me be clear, I have an issue last week trying to get into our parking lot where we have a new security gate. And um, they gave us all a card, an ID card to wave open, and then the you know the gate, it opens for you. They also gave us a plastic clip in case you wanted to fasten the badge to your the security card to your visor Mm -hmm. i'm an idiot and uh thought that it was just the clip that got you in and so there i am on video waving my clip angrily just a piece of random plastic Mm -hmm. in front of the gate trying to get it to open and it would not and i realized that's because i was not using the id card Mm -hmm. uh the security Mm -hmm. card i was using the plastic i mean we we have (laughs) we have a uh, a trail of tears we are just becoming idiots one day after another it's like did you do something stupid yesterday can we talk about the stupid thing you did oh dawn you're not even going to believe the next chapter really this was a weird thing that happened it yesterday it was so weird uh, you ever have two people at the same time who were so deeply confused with what the other person could possibly <laughs> be meaning so let me explain i, I want to i hope i get the order of this right dada we are. We go to the restroom after the show. We're about to walk down to our office, start working on the podcast, blah, blah, blah. And I see this panel 
that, that I've never seen before outside of these two double doors in our hallway. And I said, wow, what do you think this panel controls? Like little numbers that you can hit. And I even ended up touching one of them, and it made a beep sound. We have no I, I idea Picture like your garage door has, you know, a panel yes. that you have to type in a number. That we had never seen before. It was just randomly on the wall near a door. But so the doors I'm, are always open. I say, I wonder what this panel controls. Donna says, what's for lunch? At the same time. At the same time. Now, Grant, this is sort of a <laughs> weird addition to the story. Again? I'm sorry. The panel is right out next to these double doors right By beyond our bathrooms in the hall. So if you walk from your, our radio offices yeah. to now the temporary radio offices, which is down in sales, uh-huh. you go through two double doors. You don't even really see them because they're open against oh, the wall, okay. just beyond the men's room as you walk down towards sales. Oh, and there's this little control panel. How this this little control does. panel. I have never seen the control panel. Okay. No, oh, you sorry. would never see it. So you'll see it today, and it's like, what the heck? And it beeps and everything. I don't know what it does. Anyway, oh. I say... Wonder what this control panel does. Donna, it wasn't quite the same. I mean, I feel like it was a beat after said, what's for lunch? And I didn't Gr- remember saying that. Grant, okay. producer Grant, I am Grant, mm-hmm. is in the men's room. <laughs> Here's Donna, ever the producer, while standing at a urinal. No. He hollers out, barbacoa bowl. Donna doesn't hear that, I guess. And then I say, barbacoa bowl. And she says, what do you mean? What is that word? I said, barbacoa bowl. <laughs> and then I'm like, are you making up a word? I thought he was saying the panel controls the barbacoa bowl. And not, I'm like, what's a barbacoa bowl? In and her he's head, looking she at me like, I'm crazy. I'm looking at him like, are you messing with me? What do you, what does that word mean? And she said, what do you say? And I say, barbacoa bowl. And she says, but what does it mean? I said, it's just all in there. That's self-explanatory. And all Donna's hearing is the control panel that we've never seen, and you had a question about a moment ago, controls the barbacoa What's the barbacoa And then I'm like, stop it. You are making up a word. I go, that sounds... And then I'm like, nobody I... knows what that is. He goes, Donna, everyone knows what that is. So then we go and start taking a survey. I'm like, do you know what a barbacoa bowl is? And people are like, yeah. yeah. And like... then I'm like, okay, wait, one more person. Do you know what a bar... And I'm like... Are they all in on this together, like making up this word? Oh. At one point, I th- I, she said... He might have been just going, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Yes. Ba-da-bing-e-boo. And there was a time when I thought, Donna, <laughs> oh, now she gets it because Donna actually said, are you saying barbacoa bowl? And I was like, yes, that's what I'm saying. And I go, oh, that that's sounds what... like something that you'd order at a sushi restaurant. Which didn't make any sense to me, if you I know what barbacoa bowls are. I don't. I didn't. Well, All clearly. I heard was ba 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 Chipotle. You could correct, yes. And then, oh, but I thought still, it was like a Brazilian thing after. Okay, well, so. Well, yeah, they've got it on the menu. Even though I told her, yes, it's a barbacoa bowl, she still was thinking that this was... What the okay, control even if it is, panel controls. Yes, yeah, so she's like, what are you... Oh, the control panel? God. Is something you order at a sushi it restaurant? It went on I mean, for five minutes. I'm like... It was who's on first. Why do I not know what Baba Baba Ba is? And then He's I like, walk. It controls the Baba Baba Bowl. <laughs> barbacoa Bowl. And then Grant comes out of the Barbacoa Bowl. It's, and all she hears is Barbacoa Bowl, as if I had just said, yeah, Gabagoobagoo. Yeah, Gabagoo. Yeah, Bada Bing a Bing. Baba Ganoosh. It so was what did the we funniest learn? moment. So then it was I'm like, deep oh confusion. my God. When I realized that that was what was for lunch. 
I'm like, so what is the con- the panel control then? He's like, we never found out. We need to go back to this, and not we're not assigning blame. Let me be clear. Oh but my just so you know, the 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 order of things went. Steve says, "Wonder what this control panel controls." A beat. This is not a simultaneous thing. Then there's a beat. Donna says, "What's for lunch?" Then the next thing Steve says is barbacoa bowl, which we feel like would. Clear the deck from yeah. the control panel question because I've answered with a food item to the I, lunch question. I and you said, oh, barbacoa bowl. And I'm like, okay, so. I did say, oh, barbacoa bowl because I am grunt hollered from inside of the restroom. Barbacoa bowl. Of course he did. And so you thought I was like, oh, I figured out what the control panel controls. Barbacoa bowl. Okay, so. Let's just be clear. But you didn't hear oh, bowl. You that. thought it was bow. So I was like, bubba, 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 bubba. I go, barbacoa bowl? I, said, I go, you're making bowl. up words. Just stop talking. <laughs> and we didn't I know who was bowl. getting gaslit. Then I heard bowl, and I still didn't know what it was. I'd never heard that before. I don't know what that is. Oh. I mean, I found it's out. It's like a shredded lunch. meat. And then we went to Brooke finally, and I said, Brooke, what's for lunch today? Barbacoa bowl. And then Dawn is like, mm-hmm. what's going on? The same thing that the panel controls. The panel is controlling lunch. Don is thinking, she is this like the Panera lunch. Bread kiosk? Is this where we order? <laughs> she thought it was like a touch screen, a new yeah. thing. Like, did you know that for the barbacoa ball, that you need to press it one, two, one, two, or just your code, oh, whatever it is. It was All right, profoundly so confusing oh, that moment. Oh, God. Because you looked at me, this is this is what it's like when you speak different languages. <laughs> it is. And you stumble upon a human, and you just, I could not figure out what you were, what was happening. And you could not figure out what I was saying. And I'm like, he's pulling a prank on me. He's just, you know, saying, <laughs> I'm like, I did, what is that? And then to find out everyone else knew what it was, I'm like, where, where have I been? I've lived a half a century. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, this is a barbacoa bowl is something that does exist inside of most traditionally uh, Chipotle is where I think a lot of people would know it from. And so we know that you are less than fluent in fast, casual Mexican food. And so this would not you're it's okay we understand it now but it was a true who's on first moment it really was and just very quickly we have to go but we have an email that says confusing convo ball lightning my husband asked if i've heard of ball lightning i said yes and continued to talk about bleaching the undercarriage he looked very confused he was talking about lightning in the form of a ball that rolled across the road once in front of him omg and she heard lightning wow well, she heard lightning. Oh, she did? Okay. But, you know, lightning is a certain area. Oh, my word. Lightning. Oh. Lightning oh. versus like lightning. lightning. Oh, gosh. Oh, God, you guys. What a journey. We're going to take a break. All right. Lots to get to today. Throwback Thursday music trivia coming up in hour three. College pop culture knowledge at 1030. Um, when we come back, we've got some uh, TV movie fun facts for you to wake your brain up. Gene Wilder. Everybody loves Gene Wilder. Get this. He would only agree to play Willy Wonka in the movie if his character's debut scene included this. He wanted to be able to do this with his character in his first scene or else he didn't want to do the movie. You know what it is. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Donna and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. 
And uh, some fun facts for you today. Now, Dawn gave me a look that I think she might know the answer to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Told you this before the break, the legendary belated, uh, belated, now departed Gene Wilder would own, right? Yeah. Shoot. He is passed away, right? Okay. I got into this problem once with Bob Dole. Oh, I do this all the time. I don't know who's dead. It's fine. Um, Gene Wilder said, okay, I love the script for Willy Wonka. This is great. I will play Willy Wonka, but this needs to be included in the first scene, like his debut scene. So, you know, it's 30 minutes into the movie. Willy Wonka comes out, goes to greet the people who got the golden ticket. Mm -hmm. And he said, this has to happen. Let's give Donna a guess first. Before Don uh, offers what she thinks might be the answer, I believe in that scene he's limping. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's got a cane, mm-hmm. and then he does like a flip of some sort. Mm-hmm. He does like a somersault or a, a flippity flip, and that's my answer. He We're going to give you credit for that. Thank that's you. that is more or less exactly what went down here. He is said to have loved the script, but he thought something's missing here. And then he said, Gene Wilder said, quote, if I play that part, I want to come out with a cane and there's something wrong with my leg. And I come down the stairs slowly and then have the cane stick into one of the bricks, cobblestone that are down there. And then he it stays there. He realizes, oh, my gosh, I don't have the cane. And then he falls flat forward, does a somersault right at the end. And here's why he said he wanted to do that. Because he said, I knew that from that time on, no one would know if I was lying or telling the truth. So instantly on the intro scene, it was like, you don't know, and you cannot make heads or tails of Willy Wonka the rest of the movie. That's right. Yeah. Like, is he evil? What is he doing? I mean, there are moments where he's just so lovable. Yeah. Is he trying to kill kids? I said, good day, sir. And then at the end, Charlie, my boy, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, very weird. Yeah. Weird movie. Love it, though. Really? Yeah, yeah, but so you good. love it, right? You're so fun to talk to. Thanks, man. Um, hey, in Joker, did you know Joaquin Phoenix, Quinoa Phoenix, lost 52 pounds to play the role of Arthur Fleck? You could tell. Shish, go I Bob. mean, his bones are sticking out. Yes. It's pretty noticeable. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. You ever heard of the movie? I don't... Eh, oh, I'll do it. Eh? The Sound of Music? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, pretty good. Julie Andrews was actually flung at some points into the mud down onto the ground every time that the helicopter passed her while she filmed that iconic hilltop scene in The Sound of Music. So they didn't have a drone. They'd have like a legit helicopter. She's standing on top of the hill. The hills are alive. And she said every time that helicopter had finished, it went around me. But then the downdraft from the engines and the propellers just flung me into the grass down onto the ground every time. 
Wow. That's a little behind the scenes of that. That's cool. What year is that movie? Like, it has to be like 60s. 60s. Okay. Maybe 65 or something? Okay. Hmm. I don't know. You know, that was my Survivor audition. Keep going. I was in in Switzerland, and I was there with, um, well, my best friend's a singer, and he was performing at a hotel in Switzerland with three other Americans, and we went up in the hills, and I wore a costume, and uh, they sang in four-part harmony, The Hills Are Alive with the sound of Don McLean. And I was spinning and spinning. Oh, my gosh. Um, right? With that backdrop. I mean, it was glorious. And then I went Beautiful. down into the town and had a fake baby and asked people to hold my baby. Well, I did Oh, things. my gosh. Did wow. you get a call back? I got in the top 48. Yeah. Oh, my for Survivor. Yeah, I went. Uh, yeah, it was for the second Survivor. So, wow. okay, so when by you... Colby, because I was from Texas, and he ended up, like, almost winning the whole thing. Yeah, actually, he did. He did And win, he right? gave it up to the second place winner. Oh, yeah. When you make it to the top 48 as they try to select their cast for that season of Survivor, what happens? Do they fly you out Mm -hmm. and you're with all other 47 people? And then what do you do? Mm, They put you in groups and you talk to each other and they film you and ask you questions. Hmm. Yep. They pay for the flight, huh? Oh, yeah. They they put you up and yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then I got further. Then they said... We're not going to use you for this, but we would like you to for Big Brother. So I got further with Big oh. Brother, and then I dropped out of it. Oh. oh. Because there was a season where they brought back people from your past, past, and I didn't, it was like I wasn't talking to my parents at the time. And you didn't want to involve them. Yeah. I did not want to have that kind of a TV oh, debut. Televised. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's my forever famous for, Yeah. Oh, I oh, think wow. you But I mean, right you know, I don't even there. know if they would have picked me anyway, but I was like, I just, I had a feeling inside that it wasn't worth it. Anyway, that was a long wow. story. I just took up your segment with a dumb. No, no that was it's great. Fascinating. It was interesting. The Survivor, season 42 of Survivor, I Survivor. think. Survivor, wow, that's scary. 37, 42, something like that. I think Big Brother also, it gives me so much agita. I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with the backstabbing and then the alliances and then people turning on you. It's mm. just, oh, I can't. I, I can't love it. stand the waking up and other adults are, that you don't, aren't your family. Are, are in there. the same room, too. Oh, I need a buffer. Yeah. Oh, Lord. You're HOH. Yes, Donna, for knowing the term. Oh, yeah. I've watched a few seasons. Oh, All right. Man. Well, listen. Any other facts real quick? Sorry. Isla Fisher almost uh, drowned while uh, shooting a scene in Now You See Me. She was chained together and they were supposed to be magnetic underwater and she was supposed to easily break them. One of the chains got stuck between her legs and the crew just thought she was doing an amazing job. Almost drowned. Oh! She's alive. Okay, thank you. Uh, Netflix news next. Good morning. Welcome back. Hi. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Netflix has just settled a uh, lawsuit from Monique. Do you guys remember this case? Vaguely. Okay. Refresh me. Okay, so first of all, they could have found that Netflix retaliated against her by refusing to engage in good faith negotiations because she had accused a company of discrimination for opening with a real lowball offer. So what had happened was, first of all, this suit has been dismissed, but... Just to refresh your memory, back in 2017, Netflix started to court Monique for a comedy special. 
uh, they were like really ramping up their, you know, comedy content, stand up Mm -hmm. content at that time. And the negotiations didn't get far because Monique didn't agree to what she considered this low opening offer of $500,000 for a one hour show that Netflix would have complete control over everything, a copyright, all audio only rights. So she protested the offer as discriminatory. Mm. So then Netflix walked away from the negotiations. She sued Netflix for refusing to budge beyond its initial opening offer. She said that they were constantly underplaying, excuse me, underpaying black women, pointing to the eight-figure deals with Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Amy Schumer, who allegedly leveraged um, other comedians' compensation during negotiations and was paid 26 times more than what Monique was being offered. Hmm. So they are saying that the offer was merely an opening offer and there was, you know, an expectation that, you know, the negotiations would likely lead to a bigger, you know, compensation. So they said once she started engaging in, you know, by protesting and calling them discriminatory, they shut down any further negotiations. So that was what that whole thing was about. And she was saying she couldn't accept an offer as low as they were proposing because she wouldn't be able to sleep at night. She said, if I accepted 500 grand, what does Tiffany Haddish have coming? Yeah. You know, what do other black female comedians have coming? So I, they're not, excuse me, they're not disclosing what the, you know, the settlement was and Netflix isn't talking, Hmm. but I guess it's been resolved. So, well, and the judge, you know, to get into the minutia of it, the, there was a federal judge that was overseeing the case mm-hmm. and was essentially saying that Netflix's failure to negotiate an opening offer consistent with its normal practice, oh. which typically would lead to increased, you know, compensation and a better deal and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That is what constituted an adverse employment action for purposes of a retaliation claim. All of that saying, like, hey, the fact that... Um, after Monique said, hey, this feels jacked up, and it feels like it might be a jacked up opening offer, not just because a lot of companies suck at opening offers, but because I'm a black woman who's looking for a deal, because if I can look and see white women and other black guys who do the same work that I do getting 26 times more than what I'm getting, this feels like there's some discrimination. So from there, Netflix backed away and said, no, that's actually where it seems, if I'm reading it correctly, that's where the federal judge was seeing elements of discrimination. The fact that they did not re-engage after that, as they typically do after an opening offer, um, it's not that they lowballed her, mm-hmm. but it's what they did next. So do you think that I'm not a juror. I don't know these things. Everybody gets that <laughs> opening offer, and then they just build from there? No, I think that she got a lower she opening did. offer. Okay. But which is her, but they're just saying like the normal practices, even Netflix says, look, we open that with like an understanding of where it's a starting offer and that we're going to build it from there. And so, um, yeah, I think they just went really low with her by comparison to what her peers because think, look, now you're thinking, okay, I haven't heard Monique's name in a little bit, but let's go back to 2017, five years ago. 
and she was in a different status at that point. I'll be curious if she gets a um, if she gets a show with somebody. Maybe Hulu comes in. You know, is there yeah. someone else? HBO Max. Does somebody else come in and you know? Because now, if you are trying to produce that content, you have an opportunity to peg it as the controversial stand-up show that you never saw. You know, like you can you could market that, you could frame that in a way that generates a little more excitement than normal. I guess I'm not familiar with her stand-up. Are you? I am not familiar with her stand-up. I'm just familiar with her being very funny. I remember how funny she was, and then she took the role in Push. Mm. Is it called Push? Nope. Based on the novel Push by Sapphire. What is it? Was it remember? It's not Push, isn't it? Like Lee Child's uh She was blank. really mean to her daughter and that's yes. where we Precious saw Gabby. based yeah, on the Precious, novel Push by go. Sapphire. There you, go. Gabby oh, you got it. Gosh. Okay. I mean, for that role alone, see some people I remember back when this started were very like, Well, you're not as famous as those other people, so you're gonna get less. Just dismissing it as, Well, why do you think you're so famous, Monique? You know, but I think yeah. it's very brave of her to bring this up. And I do too. Even if it didn't, I hope it, you know, even if it was dismissed and she got a settlement, she's bringing something to attention to the public and other women in the industry. Sure. To say, we need to stick up for ourselves and pay attention to these things. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. I'm glad she got it, you know, settled, it spoke her piece. You know, and hopefully did, you know, do the right thing for future comics. Mm-hmm. You know, part of Netflix. Amy Schumer comes to mind because last night I started Only Murders in the Building season two. Oh, and I forgot that. Amy Schumer is in that. Yes. So halfway through. Halfway through? No, halfway through the first episode, oh. Amy Schumer appears. No, what's nice is Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, Martin Short, Steve Martin, uh, Selena Gomez, and this year, Amy Schumer in a supporting role as well. Um. It is, it's It's just really good. It's just really enjoyable. Now, you have to understand, this is episode one of season two, whereas ep- season one was this building, building, building to a crescendo and head fakes along the way and all that. But I would say it picks up where it left off and what they do a really nice job of in Only Murders in the Building. Two episodes are out now. Subsequent episodes will come out on Tuesdays, I believe, on Hulu. Uh, what's What they do, they always do a good last scene there's always like a false finish to the episode and you think okay nice little bow tied up i feel like the story's resolved and then there's always a hook finish mm. where they always you know just drape something out there where you're like well, what? Well, i gotta watch the next one next week exactly yes so there are two episodes out right now and um yeah we're looking forward it just felt okay. good to hear the music again don you know they just celebrate new york city in this and right the opening scene they wax poetic about the beauty and romance of new york city it's great you know and you don't get any more new york than than steve yeah you know he's such a new yorker well you know and many people have actually asked me it's funny that you say that because you guys know that i traveled to new york (laughs) i know people get you two confused a lot Uh, i saw a broadway play recently yeah we heard thank you uh, I just want to mention, I'm sure this is going to be in the dirt alert, but I was so very pleased with this news that R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison. 
for using his fame to basically sexually abuse young fans. Some were just, you know, children. And he's been doing this for decades. And several of his accusers told the court and the singer himself that he had misled them, preyed upon them. Uh, Held them captive. Broke their spirit. Yeah. You know, it changed the trajectory of the rest of their lives. So he did not give a statement, showed no reaction, uh, which also included a $100,000 fine. He's, of course, denied any wrongdoing. But, I mean, I would just like to say we have finally come to the place where we can say we did. Mute. Mute. Oh, Kelly. Thank you. But, you know, Bill Cosby's walking around. (laughs) Seems like something I didn't know was going to come. Yeah. Mute. Oh, Kelly. Mute. Oh, Kelly. Kelly. And now he's muted. Bye. Now, look, you think he's going to be behind bars for 30 years. But, again, Bill Cosby was in jail, and he is now out of jail. I know it. I hate it. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's a technicality, though. Hopefully there's no... Oh, here she goes. Hopefully there's no... number 12. Here she goes. Anyway... It is, yeah. It's weird, the legal system. Very complex and confusing. And as I like to say, if you can go through your whole life avoiding a courtroom, do it. Exactly. It's so much better on the outside of both jail and courtrooms. Great advice. Thank you, Donna. All right, coming up at 11 o'clock, don't forget, we're going to be calling another name. If you have signed up for listener rewards, don't forget that that could get you into our 20th birthday party coming up at Lush on July 20th. So, 21st. 21st, like I said. Mm-hmm. So make sure you are listening. You don't have to be listening to the radio, actually, but your friends will tell you in case you're not. But Yeah, yeah and, we'll and register, register on the app, too, if you haven't already. Like Download the app. If you don't have it, download it. What are you waiting on? Um, and then register and listen to rewards. Super easy. We could, be, we could be hanging with Woo! you. On the uh, 21st, uh, details for that, mytalk1071.com, keyword birthday. There you go. Uh, We're going to take a little break, but we're going to come right back. We'll be back. Yeah, I want you to check out a billboard that Netflix has just put out. Okay, I've got that story on the way. Also, another Stanley Cup situation, oopsie doopsie. Oh, no. I'll explain when we come right back on my talk. Good morning, welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's where talk is fun, too. Woo! You know, keeping it pretty light on this show, I tell you that right now. Mary called and said that the uh, the Babacoa Bowl story is exactly why she listens to you guys. And that you're so good at telling stories, and she will never be able to recreate that to someone else. Oh, my gosh. But well, she you don't wanted have to thank you for your service and how much you make her laugh. Oh, Mary. If you ever hear a story that you're at, Mary, what do you want, the moon, Mary? If you ever have trouble recounting one of our weird stories, remember, you can always download the show as a podcast and just put it right in the center of the dinner table and say, you got to hear this and mm-hmm. press play and, and it'll go from there. People will be annoyed at first, but then... They'll start laughing. Yeah. Um, <gasps> by the, somebody else emailed and said the barbacoa bowl story is like a, an episode of Seinfeld. Yes, it that's what I was thinking. My whole life is an episode of Seinfeld. Slash curb your enthusiasm, I have yes. to say, there was a time when my mom and I had the same thing going on where I said to my mother, I may have told this story before, it was a summer day and I was, you know, in high school and she didn't like me laying around all day. So I said, mom, such a mom thing to say. Can I lay out today? Yeah. And she looked at me and went, what? And I said, 
can I lay out? And she had this confused look on her face, and she said, Kaleato? <laughs> lay out. You meant in the sun, we want to right. go lay out. That means we're tanning. Right. So you, yeah. Did right. You, you know, yeah, you we're laying out. Oh, yeah, yeah I you used to lay out. lay out. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I said, can I lay out? Kaleato. Kaleato. <laughs> <laughs> he comes from your mom, then. Kaleato. <laughs> Oh. I know I inherited it, Steve. You have to find that audio for Dawn with the um, <laughs> the guy from Fox Lou, News. Lou Dobbs. Lou Dobbs. Oh, I know that. She knows yeah. that. Oh my God. Oh. When he was trying to say Oaxaca in the Mexican city of Oaxaca. I mean, that's an exact. That's one of my better impressions. Oh, and God. that is what happens. Oaxaca is a weird word to see. Uh, yeah, Barbacoa, Oaxaca. I hear they serve. Babacoa in Oaxaca. Guadalajara. If you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Well, first let me start by saying I saw something. And it was a balloon that was not blowing up. So I went into Don McLean's studio and I said, hey, can you help me with this? I can't get it to blow up. Bought it from the Dollar Tree. It happens to be Rocco's birthday. Oh, it's a five surprise. and a zero. And I think He's... the zero is a U. <laughs> oh, no, it's still deflated. Donnie's going to be in here in 11 minutes. I know. Well, he's going to get a deflated five and a zero let me tell you something i Neither tried to blow them? it up and it didn't work and if so Dawn it's can't broken do it. if i can't do it what you should know too is you know we all have these video screens we can see each other so donna valentine ever the consummate professional she would say something like yeah blah blah and uh r kelly since the 30 years so steve what do you think about that and then i start talking and then she just goes <laughs> and i just see her blowing in through oh, what appears working. to be a plastic is, straw yes. you blow harder let us hear it. We want to hear you blow. This is... St- oh, yeah, it's fully blown up. That's, that's a two. That's a two? No, it's oh, a five. Oh, it's a five. Flip it. Oh, okay. my God, I would die. Okay, okay. so this thing is... I'm gonna okay, make sure it. you okay. seal that sucker. Oh, that's a tiny it? little thing. That took like three puffs. Okay. You I really this is could great. not. I was blowing with all my might with the, the O. Wonder right, if something, something was happened. in there, if there was some sort of a lid or something where the but okay, did you provide your own straw or do they give that to they you? They give it to you. They, they say just okay. put it in two inches and then you're supposed to blow. I put it in further because I'm like, maybe we have to break through something. Yes, you like a right. Capri Sun. All right, we got a five. We just need an O. Okay. All right, Donna, All right, blow. Keep blowing. Uh, I'll play okay. this Lou Dobbs blow. clip. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That'll, that'll, in that'll, the Mexican city of Guadalajara tonight. <laughs> Like, no one's going to notice. Again, here's Lou Dobbs trying to say Oaxaca, <laughs> but cold reading it on a teleprompter. Is now in the Mexican city of Guadalajara tonight. <laughs> oh, he did his best. He tried. Oh, my God. All right, let me tell you about the Stanley oh, Cup situation real quick. A Denver couple got the surprise of a lifetime when the Stanley Cup was mistakenly delivered to their doorstep. Oh, my um, it looks like they, so the Stanley Cup keeper knocked on the door. Okay. Hello. Okay. Is this making sense? Okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was meant for Colorado Avalanche captain, uh, Gabriel Landeskog. 
I don't know, but the person. I want to know how that's spelled. Uh, I'll get it for you. All right. Um, anyway, they opened it and they were like, what? So they knew that some of the players lived in their neighborhood, but they didn't know how close and specific and to get the wrong address would be, you know, pretty easy, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they came home and they noticed the vehicle stopped outside. It looked like a contractor or something. They didn't know. And this guy comes to their door. He's got long gray hair mm. parted. He's very friendly. He comes mm. right in and they're looking. The truck is backed up and they're looking to bring in the trophy. And they were like, what? <laughs> so they took a bunch of pictures with yeah, it. Yeah, you better. You better. Yeah, exactly. That's I have a couple of chance. pictures with the Stanley Cup. Really? Oh. Wait. There you go. Um, apparently, his address also looks very similar. So, well, I'm sure bless. it's in the right hands now. Bless. I have a spelling of Oaxaca. Okay. Hey, Don, there's yeah. probably an X in there, right? Don, oh, I... this is a different. Now, now again, I thought I wanted the spelling of what she said. Oh, oh me, the oh. guy's name. But I... I do know that Oaxaca is O A X. Continue. A Donna, mic on when you blow. Donna, mic on when you blow. <laughs> Theater of the, the mind, guys. Missed do. opportunities. Yeah. Okay. Go um, ahead. Now you guess and let me. I gotta spell it down on a piece of paper. This won't even be radio silence. This okay, is the sound yeah. of Donna blowing up a balloon for Rocco's oh, birthday wow. and Don thinking. Enjoy. It's not working, and I think it's a U. Okay. O A X A C A. O A X A C A is exactly right. Oaxaca. Blow, Donna, blow! That's the one that I couldn't blow. That one we're not getting. So wait, he's just going to have an inflated five? And it looks like a U. It is for sure a U, Donna. Well. <laughs> that doesn't connect no, at the top. why would they be selling a U next to the numbers? That's why doesn't it connect at the top? Some, you think it's just meant to lightly touch? Yes. Maybe. Some blow. shenanigan. All right. Some miscreant put it next Ooh. to there so that you would so that you would get it and think it's an o are we gonna are we gonna make rocco blow up his own balloon yes yes kind of party we're giving him he came in here by the way oh he already He's did already been never in ever comes in here before one minute before the door what was alert. he doing i said what are you doing in here and he what goes he uh what oh he looked up at the banner and I go, what do you want? <laughs> he, he, go, he said there was somebody who was supposed to be here to record something at 930 with him. Oh, sure. And they haven't shown up. Oh. So I might have to stay a little bit longer, which is totally fine. I brought crazy string, too. So we can. He's the kid who would shake the presents, you know, like you come down and you're shaking presents. You see presents out for your birthday or something sure. like that. Christmas morning, not time to open. Them. Yeah, shake, 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 shake. He's shake. like, oh, it is a rattlesnake. <laughs> Guys, I'm just going to write on a piece of paper zero. That sounds great. Thank you. All right. Should we go? Yeah, well, let's take a break. We have 30 more seconds, so you have to say something. You have any more blows in your dog? I got some blows. Wow. Well, this yeah. brings new meaning from what blow in the studio meant in the 80s. That's All right, right. cool. And hey, I got one more second of movie. American news. immigrants is now in the Mexican city of Guadalajara. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Steve. <laughs> Barbara Broccoli, who's the uh, producer behind the James Bond series, Don't like uh, the name. was <laughs> was asked about who's the next Bond going to be, and she said basically we're not targeting anyone. People were like, just give us a couple names, and she was like, we have no names. 
Although she wants it to still be a male, and uh, I think she wants the person to be British. I don't know if that means authentically British, or, or if you could just British be American accent. and have a British accent that you could do. There you go. Then, Hey, listen, on a serious note, uh, thank you, Dawn. Uh, When we come back, we've got an update on Travis Barker. Oh, boy.